0: Good night, good night, my love warrior friends. I hope you have a wonderful day. Get your Bibles. We're going into the Word tonight, and we're going to see what the Holy Spirit is saying to us. We've been having a really good time in our study in the book of James. Greetings, greetings to one and all. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in with me again here on the Love Warriors program. As I said, we are in the book of James. And we'll see how far we get tonight. This book is really, really rich rich in the Word. And as I said last week, we don't want to be just hearers of the word and not doers. We just ask God, even right now, for mercy because sometimes we really, really fall short. We really fall short of the glory of God. We really, really are undeserving of all the goodness of God. But I just want to remind you that despite our failures, despite our shortcomings, well, we serve a wonderful God. You know, my favorite psalm is Psalms 103. And even before I go into the time of study, I'm going to read that psalm to encourage someone on this evening. Psalms 103 Now one day I discovered this Psalm (laughs) And you know when I read it I really was taken back By the words of this Psalm It says Bless the Lord O my soul And all that's within me Bless his holy name Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgives all your iniquities? Who heals all your diseases? Who redeems your life from destruction? Who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies? Who satisfies your mouth with good things? So that your youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord executes righteousness and justice for all who are oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses, his acts to the children of Israel. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in mercy. He will not always strive with us, nor will he keep his anger forever. He has not dealt with us according to our sins nor punished us according to our iniquities. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so great is his mercy towards those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our sins, transgressions from us. As a father pities his children, so the Lord pities those who fear him. For he knows our frame, He remembers that we are dust. As for man, his days are like grass, as a flower of the field so he flourishes. For the wind passes over it and it is gone, and its place remembers it no more. But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting on those who fear him, and his righteousness to children's children. To such as keep his covenant, and to those who remember his commandments to do them, the Lord has established his throne in heaven, and his kingdom rules over all. Bless the Lord, you his angels who excel in strength, who do his word. Heed in the voice of his word. Bless the Lord, all you his hosts and you ministers of his, who do his pleasure. Bless the Lord, all his works in all places of his dominion bless the lord oh my soul father god even as i go into the time of study lord i just ask you oh god to just forgive us lord forgive us lord for even being wayward at times forgive us lord for being you know an if an imperfect people a people who say things and don't do what we say a people who who teach what we do not actually do you know we are a royal priesthood a holy nation you know i myself lord i'm just a servant i'm not a pastor i am not a qualified anything you know this is the, this this thing i'm doing just came out of the COVID period, the lockdown, this was birthed in my spirit to do. You're the one who equips us for every good work. And Lord, sometimes I feel like a failure because I know that I don't measure up. You know, I still fail in many areas of my life. You know, when I look at my life, lining it up with the word, I see so much that I'm still required. There's more. You know, I feel like if I'm doing so much, people tell me, oh, Karen, you're, you're a diligent worker. You're doing this. You're doing that. But I then I, I when I am self-examine myself, I see so much more that I have to do for you. Not to gain your access to the kingdom, but Lord, to go deeper in spiritual things. I want to, I desperately want to be more like you, oh God. And I pray tonight, Lord, as those who are listening, they would want to be more and more and more like you. I pray we will not give you lip service, Lord. We will not just say we are Christians. Even today, Lord, I spoke to someone at the hospital and he was saying he doesn't like to carry the name Christian because he has experienced Those who say they're Christians are some of the worst people. Oh, Lord, Father God, just forgive us, Lord. Forgive us. Forgive us for our weariness, for our trespasses. Forgive us for who we are. Let us decrease, Lord, as you increase in our lives, oh, God. I ask you, Lord, even now, to cleanse me, Lord, from all unrighteousness. In word, thought, and deed. Cleanse me, Lord, so that your spirit will permeate and will have preeminence and be able to speak to your people through me, Lord. Cleanse me, Lord. Cleanse my lips. Cleanse my mind. May I put on the mind of Christ right now in the name of Jesus, oh God. May your love rise up from me, Lord. May when I speak, Lord. May I speak love to your people because that's what you are. You are love. Even when you chasten us, even when you discipline us, you are a God of love. So Lord, I pray that you would have your way, your will. Right now, in the name of Jesus, you would have your will and your way. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Okay, beloved, I think last week um, we had a wonderful time in the Word you know we had our assistant reader who was my guest reading with us and I, I was really really pleased to have her on with us thank you so much my dear um, I know she's probably locked on listening because she's a very good supporter of my ministry and I really want to publicly thank her she's very shy and wouldn't want to be acknowledged publicly but I know she knows who she is And I bless you, I bless you with the love of Christ. I bless you in the name of Jesus, you are blessed. I pray for favor, favor upon your life. I pray that all good things will come before you. I pray for all good things to come to you, my love. And for all of those who have been tuning in, I thank you so much for your support. But most importantly, I pray that you will give God all of the glory and all of the praise because His word is not about me. These programs minister to me as well. As I go into the word, the word is speaking to me that God's word is, is rich. And I'm learning just like how you guys are learning. I'm learning as well too. So don't, don't look at me. Don't praise me. Don't give me the homage remember the glorious God's I'm doing this not for any acknowledgement or any achievement you know my brother who actually first told me about this program can tell you this was something that he had requested and I said "Let let me pray about it and this is what came out of the prayer and when I look at all of the evidence and things I see around I know it was God that has called this program forth. And beloved, it is no coincidence that you're on tonight listening. God has a message for you and a message for me. So let us go into the Word, okay? Alright. I'm going to just do a little recap last week. We did blessed it is a man. This is James, the book of James. We're still at chapter 1. 12. Blessed is the man who endures temptations for when he has proved, he will receive the crown of life which the Lord has promised to those who love him. Let no one say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God, for God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he himself tempt anyone. But each one, is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires and enticed. Then when desires have conceived it gives birth to sin and sin when it is full, full grown it brings forth death. Do not be deceived my beloved brethren every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow or turning of his own will he brought us forth by the word of truth that we might be a kind of first fruits of his creatures okay and now this week we're starting from 19 therefore my brethren let every man be swift to hear swift to hear slow To speak, I'm gonna repeat slow to speak, slow to wrath. Let every man be swift to hear. Another word for swift would be walk quick, be sharp, be ready to hear. You know, some of us we hear what we want to hear before someone has finished this statement we have heard what we think we are hearing you know I once heard someone talking about um, courtship they were dating someone and sorry they wanted to date someone and when they called the individual the individual said a word, the very first word that they said, like if they've said, like, sorry, you know, they before they could finish the sentence, they said, Oh, okay, okay, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. But the person was saying, Sorry, you know, um, I'm not able to make it this time, but I would love to make it another time. And sometimes, aren't we like that? when someone comes to us before we allow them to speak we we shut them down before before even knowing what they were about to say well I know for sure that there are times I have been quick you understand quick to jump to conclusions quick to judge you know and God shows us God showed me that this was not the way that I needed to listen to the other party first before I came to a conclusion you know it's all part of a a respect thing as well that you should listen I'm not telling you to listen to everybody because there's some people that you have to really tune out there's some people who come to you with a negative vibe all of the time negative 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 well you know that you you, you don't want someone feeding your spirit who is negative. But let us be, it says, respectful, basically. So it says here, slow to speak. Now, do you know anyone who is very fast? to respond has a quick response quick quick to reply to something which means that you have not given that thing that someone has said to you time to process slow to speak would mean that you have thought about your answer before you make it (laughs) you know I was telling a friend of mine this morning that you know remember we're in the social media and we're in this we're in this time and we have the whatsapp and you send out the whatsapp messages have you ever typed a message to someone and then you changed your mind I mean back in the days I guess if you send a message that was it it would already be You know, you can't remove it. Like WhatsApp, we can remove messages that we send if we change our minds. But back then, if you sent someone a message like a voice note or left a message on the answer machine, fat chance of you being able to get that message back. So, you know, now WhatsApp has a new WhatsApp apparently that if you message someone and you change your mind about the message, or let's say it was an accident. They can now retrieve that message. (laughs) So, beloved, we really have to be slow about our responses because sometimes, yes, we can get a little hot-headed or we can get a lot hot-headed. You know, and I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm not going to lie. You know, I've passed this road of um, getting swiftly angry about situations. And, you know, because for me, I'm not, I'm not going to make an excuse. It, it, it can get very frustrating at times. You know, when you think people should know better, I know you know what I'm talking about. You know, when you expect better of someone and then they just totally... You know, parents do it with their kids sometimes, you know, you, you and I, I, I honestly believe the, the Bible is such a wonderful, wonderful testimony, and it, it has so much wisdom, and so much counsel and guidance, because it's so, th- it's so th- true what we're reading here, because you know, when you say something and then you slow down and think about, you know, you, you're swift and you did it. But then when you slow down and you calm down and you think about what you did, you feel embarrassed about it. You feel sorry. Maybe you would have thought, maybe I would have let it go. Maybe I should not have responded that way. Maybe I could have responded differently. And maybe if I hadn't said anything, it would have piped down a bit. So let us be mindful of each other. Let us be a little bit more understanding. It says, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak. So don't be quick to run to respond to people. You know we shouldn't be very multi, and um, that that's a term we have here. She's very multi. He's very multi. Meaning that that individual's mouth is full. They always have a quick response. They have, you know, they're sharp or or abrupt. And, you know, you should think through your answers before you respond, really and truly. Okay? you never know you may regret what you say sometimes for the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God for the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God now we know God requires righteousness from us And we know when you get enraged what happens. You say things that are not pretty. Even profanity can come from your mouth. You know, and it's an ugly thing. No no Christian would want to be cursing. No Christian would want to say ugly things to someone that would hurt them. You know heard parents telling children that they're ugly or they're just like their father or go jump off a of cliff and go and do this and go and do that adults as well but I find that teenagers sometimes can be really harsh on each other but what about in your household siblings family members how do you interact friends how do you interact marriage couples how do you interact with each other when you have your disagreements you know there's a scripture that says don't let the sun go down on your raft because if that thing stays and is unresolved it's going to fester and fester and get worse so what happens when you have a cut a wound that wasn't dealt with properly it gets infected and then what happens some part of that body dies sometimes you have to get an amputation so beloved a person that is raft is extremely angered extremely angered, strong, vengeful anger or indignation, strong, vengeful anger. We have plenty of examples. I could tell you this Pharisees were very wrath against Jesus. They were so enraged with Jesus that they wanted him to be thrown in prison. They wanted him to die and they wanted him to die the worst death, an embarrassing death. That's what rage does. It creates a spirit of hate it can make you tell lies on someone. It can make you do false witness. That that anger burning in you can make you do more ungodly things. You know, so things such as jealousy. Jealousy can it can be in someone and make them do things. You know. I believe from in the Garden of Eden with Cain. Actually, sorry. With Cain and Abel, I'm sorry, not the Garden of Eden, sorry. Cain and Abel. Cain was so enraged <laughs> that God accepted his brother's gift and rejected his. (laughs) Cain was so enraged that he killed his own brother because God accepted his gift and he knew very well what he was supposed to do. The Bible says he knew what he was supposed to do. And then he was so disgusted with it that when God spoke to him, he said, Am I my brother's keeper? When God asked him where he was? This is he had to know who God was. He was the all knowing God. He was the firstborn of Adam. So how could he have not known the sovereignty of God and not knowing that God knew everything? So then even he was angry with God. So that anger can burn and go and burn and burn and go to different people, right? <laughs> the Bible has historical narratives that are just, you know, so intriguing when you read them. But they're so close to our scenarios. When you see crimes, you you don't always understand the depth of the anger or the, 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 the burning wrath behind some of these things that people do, you know, and it could be something as simple as, you know, I've once heard of a, a dispute over 25 cents. Some guys were actually gambling or something and that that guy lost his life over 25 cents. That's the burning anger that you have my 25 cents that I should be having, you're keeping my 25 cents and do you imagine somebody would take somebody's life over 25 cents? It wasn't about the 25 cents, it was about the anger in the individual who did the crime that uncontrolled anger in the individual. Let me let me show you here in in um, Genesis four. The man lay with his wife Eve, and she was going to have a child, and she gave birth to Cain. She said, "I have given." birth to a man with the help of the Lord. Next she gave birth to his brother Abel. Second son. Now Abel was a keeper of sheep but Cain was one who worked the ground. The day came when Cain brought a gift of the fruit of the ground to the Lord. Now he was right 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 there the firstborn of Adam and Eve. So he had to have been taught the correct way. Here his little brother comes along. Younger brother, but Abel brought a gift of the firstborn of his flocks and the fat parts. The Lord showed favor to Abel and his gift, but he had no respect for Cain and his gift. So Cain became very angry. And his face became sad. Then the Lord said to Cain. Why are you angry? In other words, why are you wrath? And why are you looking down? Will not your face be happy if you do well? If you do not do well, sin is waiting to destroy you. It desires to rule over you, but you must rule over it. Now, God gave him counsel, wise counsel. God speaks to us. He knows when sin is brimming on our doorsteps. See what God told him? Here God is reasoning with him. Will not your face be happy if you do well? Now tell me something, did Cain have to go at this stage and kill his brother? No. He could have taken God's counsel. He could have sat and be rational about it and sit down and reason it out and say well you know what? God is all-knowing and he's speaking right because I know what I should have been doing. I know what kind of offering would have pleased God. But no? What do you think Cain did? just as what James said earlier he said you're tempted when you're drawn away by your own desires and enticed so the devil tempt him to do this evil he rebelled against God and what it says you're enticed And then when these desires have conceived, it gives birth to sin. So that seed of rebellion was birthed right there in Cain. He didn't want to hear nothing from God.
1: You know, he wanted to do
0: it my way, you know? So rather than dealing with it from a mature perspective, he took out his anger on his brother. God displeased with you and you take it out. How many of us have done stuff like that? When God blesses someone else and we see the person being blessed, we get there and try to pull down that individual. We try to destroy their character. We try to, you know, hurt that individual because God blessed them that's not right that's not right never never try to do that to somebody who God has favored or blessed do not get jealous so angry your jealousy be burned in you so much that you try to destroy somebody because God has blessed their gift and not yours you have not done what is right and you have the opportunity to make it right But don't go try to destroy somebody's character because you're angry with God. And then turn that anger onto the individual. That jealousy is burning in with you. You see, God gives somebody a promotion and you want the promotion and you try to go and mess up the person's character by telling persons, oh, she does this and she does that. Oh, He's, she always falling asleep she always doing um, help giving these people things giving them extra food when she shouldn't be giving them extra food I know you've encountered, you've encountered someone in your life who has been trying to be a turn in your flesh when you you can do no right for this individual they always trying to bring you down says Cain told this to his brother Abel Now imagine Cain had the audacity
1: <laughs>
0: He told his brother what God had told him Remember God told him will not your face be happy if you are well if you do well if you do not do well sin is waiting to destroy you God imagine him telling his brother that sin is about to take over me because God is the all-knowing God And I could just imagine what he's telling his brother. And when they were in the field, Cain stood up against his brother Abel and killed him. Imagine. No remorse. Absolutely no remorse this man showed for what he did that's how angry he was that's what anger does makes you not even know what you're doing uncontrolled anger obviously because there's nothing wrong with being angry because the bible says you can be angry and sin not you don't have to sin and anger is there's nothing wrong with being angry because anger sometimes is very merited you don't expect somebody to be happy when you've done something wrong, but it's what you do when you're angry that's important. So we have to learn to control anger because anger can make you murder someone if not controlled. Anger can make you do something to someone who can, which can be very detrimental and detrimental to both individuals. So this was a knowing situation, look at it. He killed his brother. And then what happens to him? Let's see. Then the Lord said to Cain, where is Abel your brother? And he said, I do not know. Am I my brother's keeper? The Lord said, what have you done? The voice of your brother's blood is crying to me from the ground. Now you are cursed because of the ground which has opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand when you work the ground it will no longer give its strength to you you always travel from place to place on the earth so in other words he will just be roaming roaming the earth he says the ground will no longer give its strength to you so he would always have problems harvesting a good crop Then Cain said to the Lord, I am being punished more than I can take. Now you hear the pity party? See this day you have made me go away from the land, and I will be hidden from your face. I will run away and move from place to place, and whoever finds me will kill me. So the Lord said to him, Whoever kills Cain will be punished by me seven times worse. And the Lord put a mark on Cain so that anyone who found him would not kill him. Now you see, despite despite our shortfalls, Oh, like I just read in Psalms 103, our God, our God, our God, beloved, is such, such a wonderful, wonderful, merciful God. What grace. You can imagine this murderer, this murderer just said to God, God asked him (laughs) where is your brother where is your little brother basically I do not know am I my brother's keeper and after he was cursed after God had passed judgment on him actually said to God, Cain actually negotiated his punishment. (laughs) He reasoned with God. Beloved, you can reason with God. You can talk to God. God. God wants us to have communication with Him. We can't manipulate Him, but God is not like man. God is not like man. I find our God to be one who is so ah, incomprehensive because I I don't understand God. Here is this, this, this this cane is telling God, (laughs) I am being punished more than I can take. See, this day you have made me go away from the land, and I will be hidden from your face. Now, Cain now has come to his senses after being swift to anger, after not being slow to speak. realizes the importance of being in the presence of the Lord. The provision and the protection of the Lord. Beloved, who of you are running away from the protection? Your anger or your sin is pushing you away from the protection and the provision of the Lord. Our great Jehovah I can tell you today, you can come back to the presence of the almighty God. He's not like man. You can come back to our God. You can ask him for mercy. You can run anywhere away from holiness. Run anywhere from righteousness. But you cannot hide from God. and said I will run away and move from place to place and whoever finds me will kill me Cain was without hope because he knows without God without his Lord he would be nothing his life would nothing would become of his life and imagine him taking somebody's life so innocent, the innocence of his brother's blood was creaming out from the ground, and now he's f- he's afraid to lose his own life. He wants to protect his life. Does that sound like a fair individual? Does that sound like someone who deserves to be pardoned? No, but God pardons him, the wonderful God we serve. Pardons him. Our God is so wonderful. Our God is so great. Let us worship him.